Welcome to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. A lot of my research is mainly about trying to understand how do we recognize and how do we respond to what energy poverty is in the U.S. And I think simply energy poverty is the inability for people to access the energy that they need to live healthy and sustainable lifestyles. And so anything that infringes on or encroaches on that opportunity, I think that describes energy poverty. And so a lot of what my research does is kind of looks back to the 1973 oil crisis to understand how the United States has historically recognized and responded to this issue. In my first dissertation chapter, what we find is that how we actually implement and recognize energy poverty, one, we, we don't recognize energy poverty as a problem. And so because we don't recognize energy poverty as a problem, it misguides how we actually measure the problem and consequently misinforms how we evaluate our solutions to the problem. And so I think in short, that's what I do to kind of move us towards structuring better policies is to first call a spade a spade to say that this is a problem and to many ways demonstrate how we have this pseudo recognition. And so we recognize that people experience being behind on their utility bills. And so we have these two core government programs that will assist folks. One's a bill assistance program, which has primarily dominated the way in which we respond over the past 50 years. And another one is like a energy efficiency retrofit program, which despite that it's been demonstrated to be more sustainable insofar as like costs, but also energy consumption, also providing people with healthier and warmer homes to live in, that method isn't used as much. And so we kind of like default to Band-Aid solutions when we really require surgical incisions to actually retrofit people's homes, which is really important at a local level, but also more broadly because buildings consume a lot of energy. It's important for us to recognize and to continue to do this research around just energy vulnerable households, just given the influence that, and really like the history of just sort of like race and segregation and redlining and the vestiges of those problems and how that may influence what people are particularly experiencing today. And so I think that that's a driving motivation for myself and sort of like our research lab is to understand the, the intersection of race, class, and place and why all these things matter, and particularly why they're most important to understand when we're thinking about sustainability and we're thinking about climate, because when we talk about climate change and environmental and climate justice, we're talking about the most vulnerable that are in many ways exposed to these environmental hazards. And how can we think about innovating new solutions for these folks and allowing them the space and the resources to do that themselves, and then using those as opportunities to scale for larger climate solutions. I'm interested in what is this work at the household level, at the community level, how does it pan out to the international level? To really just like get an understanding on like what does ambition levels look like? Like how are we actually acting locally, but thinking globally? Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds podcast, a production of the University of Michigan. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag UMichImpact.